aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Hello, Lodge members. Uh, Gary Davison here again with episode five of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, In the past, I've talked about different topics. Today, I'm going to reach into some recent literature. And I often look for different places to get inspiration, get ideas for things that I can use with my own development and use for the development of those around me. So I'm always looking for different books. I get inspirations from movies, uh, other leaders, different activities that I see people do, the world of sports, the world of music, uh, anywhere that I can find something that's a real tangible connection to leadership. Well, I was I heard about this book called The Four Agreements. And it was widely regarded as a book that really um, aligns well to uh, a lot of areas of self-improvement, uh, people that really want to uh, learn new skill sets and know a little bit more about themselves. So I started reading it and um, I found some real analogies and some real connections to leadership and some leadership growth potential. And so we're going to dive right in and we're going to talk a little bit about the book and then the four agreements and where I found some specific connections to those. So here we go, listeners. The four agreements, it was written by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, an agreement in in his manners is uh, is is a way of making sense of the world around us. Uh, in, in his writing, uh, parents, school, society, religion, all helps to form beliefs in a child's mind. And then, um, when you come to terms with all of these opposing forces, the beliefs that you settle in on are called agreements. And uh, largely his, his topic is that agreements are the way that you make sense of all of these diametrically opposed and unifying themes that you take on in your life. And when we use the idea of four agreements, um, it, it casts our best selves with the standards of our own behavior. 
meaning that you now set your own expectations and it gives you a parameter to hold up against other things that allow you to then act based upon your beliefs, which if you've listened to other episodes, you know that that's very much an area that I believe in, in that we start with beliefs, we then go to thoughts, words, and then actions. And actions are how people judge us, but those thoughts and words and beliefs are the things that make up what we actually do with our actions. So let's jump right in to the uh, agreements, and, and we'll see what you think with this. Uh, Don Ruiz, his, his first agreement says, uh, be impeccable with your word. You know, I wholeheartedly agree with that and think that it's very, very important as a, as a leader of a large organization, I've got to be very careful with my words when I'm, when I'm talking to the staff, when I'm having a, a private meeting with one, you know, I have to look at what are the words that I'm going to use to help build up someone? What are the words that I'm going to help provide some very clear and actionable feedback for them? So being impeccable with your words is important, but he specifically means your word of what you mean to do. And so it it immediately jumped in my mind to say what you mean and mean what you say, which is a great leadership action that we all need to pay more attention to. The idea of the first agreement with being impeccable with your word, it's, it's all wrapped in the area of trust, which, as we know, you can't be a good leader if people around you just do not trust you. And so I have to say that someone from my past, I mentioned him before, uh, uh, one of my mentors named Wally Strohsnyder, would often um, be surrounded by people that would um, gossip and talk trash about someone else and this, that, and the other. And I can tell you, one of the things I learned from my dear friend Wally was that when, when someone is kind of throwing someone else under the bus, Wally had such a great way of just turning the conversation into a different direction. He would look at someone and say, yeah, but boy, they sure are a great golfer. Have you ever seen their golf swing? Completely throwing that person off and looking at a different way of casting that conversation. Not only does it stop that negative talk that someone wants to surround you with, but it also lets them know that, no, I'm not going to participate in this conversation. So the first agreement really jumps out at me as a great area for aspiring leaders to to learn to be impeccable with their word. The second agreement he deems as don't take anything personally. Wow, this is a big one. Uh, I see this as a real Achilles heel for all brand new leaders and aspiring leaders, particularly those people that are starting to become principals their very first year. It's so hard not to take anything personally, but as a leader, many people around us will have opinions and many of those opinions can hurt you. Um, You know, defensiveness. He actually says in here, you take it personally because you agree with what's being said. Ouch. Boy, that really did sting because I know those times I've been feeling very defensive. In hindsight, it really is because I know that there's an element of truth to it. And I know that there's an element of, man, I just don't want to come to terms with that. But us as being humble and uh, leaders with humility, we know that we've we've got to face those Achilles heels that we have. 
he he thinks that it's a if you take things personally, it's a sign of selfishness. Um, I think in today's um, world, we all, particularly leaders, you have to be convinced and you have to know that people will try to cancel you, and it is a reality in the world. I've been the subject of those trying to cancel me. Um, and it, it is a reality. Anyone in a leadership position these days, you just have to know that it's there, stand by your beliefs, know that your beliefs are for the betterment of your organization and the people that you're tasked with leading and go lead. Don't take it personally and just go be a leader. The third agreement, don't make assumptions. Wow. This is a big one. Aspiring leaders, I see them all the time. They they jump in and they think that being a quote-unquote leader or being a boss over someone gives you the ability to be judgmental about them. No. I've been, I've been a leader for 25 years now, and I can tell you that I am no better than anyone else around me. I'm just, I'm just sitting in a different chair. I just have a different task list and different set of responsibilities. But no, we're all in the effort together in our organization, but I, I can't be judgmental. Now, I can provide feedback. I can evaluate others on their performance, but that's different than being judgmental. When you're being judgmental, you're being judgmental about people, not their actions, not their behaviors. It's a very different thing. Um, when inner conflict is high, stress will be high, but your performance will be low. And you know that making assumptions of others will raise your inner conflict and your inner stress, as well as raise your tension. It's, it's just, it's a fact of, of life that as you make those judgmental um, beliefs about others, that you end up believing that people are looking at you and you become a little more self-conscious in a way. Remember, expecting the best is different than assuming that about others. You can expect the best in others, but don't assume things about them. I always like to think back to something that Snoop Dogg says, love is, love is a better emotion than hate. Default to love and it will raise everyone's expectations. I heard him say that once in a video and thought, that's just such a great way to say it. The fourth and final uh, agreement that he had here, which I think sums them all up, is always do your best. In everything you do, every conversation you have, every action you take, if you go stand out and welcome kids into the building at Car Rider Line, do it the very best you can. If you're going to walk down the hall and you see a piece of trash on the ground, pick it up. Be the very best that you can at every single activity that you try and do. That means you're an intentional leader and you're living your leader life with an intensity. Be intentional, have intensity. And uh, when you do this, when you're always acting and believing the very best, Others will know what to expect from you. That will raise their game. If they know that you're always seeking to do your very best, they know what to expect, and they know that they need to bring their A game. Um, I always think back to my grandfather, uh, Earl George. He was my best friend. He was so important to me my entire life. 
uh, and he taught me a work ethic that's second to none. I remember as a young child, um, he, he worked in a series of liquor stores. He worked as a bartender. Um, and it, I remember going in to work with him early in the morning, uh, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. I remember the, the beer trucks arriving. And I remember this 65-year-old man out there throwing cases of beer into a cooler into the big walk-in refrigerator, and no one outworked him. No one ever outworked him, and he expected the same from me. He always did his very best at everything he did. When it was time to play stickball, he was the best stickball player going. When it was time to, to step up at work, no one, people 30 years younger than him, could not outwork him. And I learned that work ethic, and it was very important to me that whenever I'm doing something that I need to, to provide that role model for others without saying a word, just through my actions. And I always remember my grandfather for that. Well, listeners, this was the um, the book, The Four Agreements. I think that there's an awful lot of uh, other content in there um, that I, I did not necessarily find a lot of connections, but I did find connections for the four agreements that he lays out here as being a basis for remembering great leadership principles. So I, I encourage you to get the book. I encourage you to take a look at it. And then and then think about what are your four agreements that you have? What are ways you can be impeccable with your word? What are ways that you can not take anything personally? What are what are ways that you can stop from making assumptions? And what are ways that you in your daily work can always do your best? Thanks for listening to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. If you'd like to join me in the Lodge, it's very simple. Leave us a five-star rating in the Apple podcast platform. Really appreciate that. Also, you can go to my website at drgarydavison.com and select the Contact Us button. There, you can give me your thoughts, your feedback to the podcast, and any follow-up that you've had after trying some of the strategies that we've shared here. Remember, experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is. Until next time, Lodge members.